You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mouse Caves listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Betsy and Gina. We hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 586, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mouse Capades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all the latest Disney rumors and news to try to keep your week more magical. The Mouse Capades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Contact us today. Well, I'm going to kick off something that's amazing, magical news. If you haven't heard it already, which I'm sure you guys have. The Festival of the Lion King is coming back to Animal Kingdom. Yep, you heard that right. Stephanie's cheering, but nobody can see you. I know it makes all of us happy, and I hope it makes all the listeners happy as well. It is expected to be back by the summer of 2021. It's going to have to be presented in a modified format, of course. I think we all kind of knew that. And there will be adjustments to the show on stage as well as backstage to allow for physical distancing. Um, And they said the seating was going to be adjusted much like it is for uh, Disney's Frozen Sing-Along, the Tiki Room, and the Country Bears Jamboree. But... That was exciting. I was kind of hoping it was going to be back by February, but I guess that was too much to ask. At least it's coming back because remember, we thought this wasn't returning. We were getting really nervous. That's what it said at first. A little bit of normalcy. Right. I was so excited. I reported on this on the Your Story Travel Company TikTok page because I was like, yes, I need to like shout this somewhere. So, all right, on to TikTok we go. It was just the best news ever. So last week we reported that the construction walls had been taken down and the movable shrubbery had been placed in front of the new area of the France Pavilion. Well, this week the shrubbery has been removed and the guests were able to walk around and take it all in. We still don't have the opening date of Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and the construction walls still cover the entrance to the ride, but guests can now peruse the new area in France. Seating, new walkways and the to-go windows for the new crepery crepery sorry crepery day paris were visible for guests to enjoy the crepery will have both a table service area as well as a quick service window as always we're going to keep you posted on the latest information in the france pavilion i know gina and vicky are hoping that this is going to be open by the end of february when they take their trips fingers crossed nice to dream There were some park hour extensions announced for the first week of February this week. Disney World seems to be expanding their hours a little bit at a time. The Magic Kingdom will be extending park hours by one hour on weekdays and three hours on the weekends. Epcot will be open one hour later than originally scheduled, now closing at 8 p.m. The Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are going to gain an hour in the morning. Hollywood Studios will now open at 9 a.m. and Animal Kingdom will open at 8 a.m. This is some exciting news and we hope that this continues, especially since Vicki and I will be there at the end of February. 
Yep. Super exciting. I've got clients going next week. And so they were like, they, it kept popping up. Hey, our hours are extended. And they're just, it's just like an extra little bonus you're not expecting. Right. Super exciting. Uh, the Hall of Presidents is officially closed for refurbishments. This is very common immediately following inauguration. Guess what they have to do? Make, they get to make Joe Biden now. It's always fun to see how uh, realistic it is. In the past, the closures have lasted from three months to a year. If you haven't seen this show before, there is an animatronic for every president of our nation. The technology is amazing and gets better with each reopening. We will keep you updated when it reopens. We heard about a new behind the scenes look at the new Spider-Man ride. The Disney Parks blog this week gave a sneak peek of the promo and scenes being recorded by the current Spider-Man, Tom Holland. The ride will be called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man's adventure. It is coming soon to Adventures Campus at Disney's California Adventure. The video will be part of the pre-show of this new 3D ride. That tells me that yes, we don't have an opening date, but if they're talking about a new ride and they're recording stuff for it, that makes me think they're planning to open sometime soon. What do you guys think? Yeah, it sounds like it to me. I'm glad that they're working on it when no one's there. I think that's so smart. Right. Very true. They should be. (laughs) Yes. So the Orlando International Airport is now able to give rapid COVID testing. This is really great because I know a lot of us have clients who are traveling um, and traveling out of the country. And so whenever you're going back and forth, you can't get back into the country without having a COVID test. So um, some countries are also requiring it for you to leave the country as well. So if you want to go to certain countries, you have to have a test. So now you can get the rapid testing right there in the airport. Right now, it's only available for Thursday through Mondays from 7.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. So kind of in a pickle if you aren't a Monday through Thursday traveler, if you've got those middle of the um, week days, the fee is going to be $65. You don't have to make an appointment, but you can. So I would always suggest making an appointment, even if it's not required. Better safe than sorry, right? Yes. Did you, um, were you, the folks that you have booked, were you able to figure out something, Stephanie? Yeah. So the resort that my clients are staying at in Mexico, their resort does it right there at the resort. Oh, great. Do you know where they're staying? Um... Let me let me look up the name of it. It's a kind of long name. I was just wondering for people that are listening, you know, like if that's important to them. What about yours? Is it available there? Yes, at the Bahia Principe and also um, a Nau Resorts in Mexico as well. That's pretty cool that they're doing so that. I think a lot of the, the big resorts are doing it right there. Because if not, you, they're going to lose business, you know? Right. Right. And another really thing smart. is if you test positive, then they have a special rate and they allow you to stay because then it's like, well, what happens if you test positive? Like, where do you go? So they do have like a special section for you to go and stay at with a, a discounted rate because you obviously can't leave. And actually the two that I'm working with, they'll pay for your whole visit, but it's only one other person in your party can stay with you, but it's like you're in an isolation room. So I don't know if I would want to stay. <laughs> it would be awful, I think. Watch TV all day. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to stay, but but at the same time, I mean, if they didn't offer that, what would you do? You aren't able to get back in the United States. Yeah. So the Disney Cruise Line has some updates. They are going to offer a two-day cruise to Seattle. 
They will be offering this in the summer of 2021. It will be on the Disney Wonder and it will set sail from Vancouver on July 5th. Dock in Seattle on day two and return to Vancouver on day three. If we get more information on this cruise, we'll let you know as well as about any of the Disney Cruise Line information. Disney has made another extension for final payments and cruise date flexibility for sailings through August 31st. Disney has extended their final payment until 60 days prior to sailing for guests in unrestricted stateroom categories. They have also extended and released their cancellation schedule for sailings through August. Guests planning to sail before August can change their plans up to 15 days prior to debarkation. Would you guys go on a two-night cruise like that? I think that would make me sad. We went on a three-night, four-day, and it was too short. That's yeah. what we did. We did a three, three-night, four-day, and it was too short. I wouldn't do the two-day. There's no way. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be a disappointment. You just barely get on there, and it's time to go back home. Right? Yeah. My husband was saying, I think the only reason people would go on it is if like maybe they've never been on the wonder and this is their opportunity to do it at a cheaper rate or I don't know <laughs> what the or reason is ready be. to get back to cruising period. Right. You know, if you're honestly, I don't know if anything's going to happen in July though, even. I don't know. Either. I do know people who live in um, like port cities and so they go on a lot of two-day cruises because they can just take a weekend and make a weekend out of it. So they can go on a weekend cruise. So for us, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to plan this whole big trip of like, we've got to get our flights and we have to get there. And then you've got to get settled into a hotel before and go on your two-day cruise and probably take time afterwards. Like, it doesn't make sense for us. But for people who live in port cities, two-day cruises are pretty popular. Good to know. All right, we are talking run. Disney medals have been revealed for Run Disney half marathons. Several of the Run Disney events have moved to virtual, but the medals are still available. This week, Run Disney showed us the medals for the Princess Half Marathon happening February 18th to 21st. I have run two of these in person, and this year I'm going to be running the virtual 5K because I have to earn the aerial medal. So that's my excitement. Um, the half marathon medal is themed after Belle and it's designed to look like stained glass behind her featuring the enchanted rose. So my first half marathon that I did at Disney actually was the Belle with the rose in it because Beauty and the Beast was coming out. So I'm wondering why they're doing Belle again. Who knows, Disney doesn't do things by accident. Maybe something else is happening with Beauty and the Beast. Something's Maybe. coming. <laughs> the Star Wars Rival Run will be April 15th through the 18th, and I'm doing the 10K of that because I don't have any Star Wars medals. And um, for the half marathon, you'll receive a spinning medal featuring the Death Star. It did look cool. pretty cool. So I thought you said the half marathon was going to be an aerial medal? Oh, so that's a 5K. The five, oh, So there's a okay. 5, 10K, half, and then you actually get, there's a... um challenge if you do the 10k and the half but i'm only doing a 5k virtual because i can't do a half marathon without people cheering cheering. (laughs) oh yeah so the if you do the 5k you get an aerial medal but if you do the half marathon you'll get a bell medal yes there's different medals for each race Mm -hmm. gotcha i just wish i could run (laughs) (laughs) i can't even do that very far oh my gosh i'm gonna get that other weekend I'm going to get that at their knee and I'm walking it. I get it. So Disneyland Paris has announced that there will be a delay in their reopening date. 
as we all know, we talked about this before, it was supposed to reopen on February 13th, but now it is not going to reopen until April the 2nd. Disney released this statement. Due to the prevailing conditions in Europe, Disneyland Paris will not open on the 13th of February as initially planned. If conditions permit, we will reopen Disneyland Paris on the 2nd of April and we will welcome reservations from that day forward. Given the current context, our plans continue to evolve, but please know that we will make every effort to share with you any updates as soon as it is possible. Please check back on the website for regular updates. We thank you for your continued loyalty and understanding during this very difficult time. So I appreciate that they're trying to be safe. I just know that makes a lot of people sad, especially the people that are in Paris. Yeah. What a bummer. <laughs> Well, on a brighter note, last week we reported that the Tomorrowland Transit, more commonly known as the People Mover, was spotted doing trial runs without passengers. This week, guests noticed that the People Mover queue that had been being used for the Astro Orbiter has now been returned as the People Mover queue. This makes us think that the People Mover may be up and running very soon. January 31st, which is this Sunday, is the latest reopening date that Disney has given us. And we hope that this means that we'll be able to ride our favorite ride at Magic Kingdom very soon. So Vicki and Gina, there That's is hope. Right. There's a hope date with Vicki. That's right. We're oh, going on it. People mover. I love it. She's I've never, never been on it. it. I heard that last week and I'm like, are you kidding, Gina? I this know. This will be magical. Brad cannot even imagine. He's like, yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna try and do things that we haven't done because the kids don't want to do, do it normally. So this will be nice to be doing something different. Yes, yeah. take take the time to look at all the little stuff. Different experiences, adults only. Mm-hmm. So this week, Disneyland released a survey to their guests on different types of membership options that will replace the discontinued annual pass. Passports will have new passport and ticket blockout dates, features, and discounts. The pricing structure also looks different. The survey had several different options, but if Disney is trying to simplify, we doubt that all of these will be offered. Some suggestions showed different reservation dates like 60 days out versus 90 days out, zero blackout dates versus two blackout dates, 30% merchandise discounts versus 20%, 50% parking discount versus a 20% discount not being included in the passport. It is going to be interesting to see what Disney decides. We'll let you know more as it becomes available to us. That's going to be interesting, but yeah, there were so many choices. I hope they get some good results. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure they'll come out with something. It's just a matter of when. Right. All right. Polynesian construction update. This week, they removed the roof and the entire platform of the monorail in front of the Polynesian. We know it will look breathtaking when it's finished, but right now it looks like a muddy mess. It isn't quite the magical, tranquil resort that we all remember. The new crossbeam structure on the great ceremonial house is more visible now that the monorail stop has been dismantled. The monorail hasn't stopped at the Polynesian for a while, but the monorail still runs through this area to carry guests to the Grand Floridian, the Magic Kingdom, and the Contemporary Resort. We look forward to watching the Disney magic unfold as they refurbish one of our favorite Disney World resorts. I have a client going there um, in March, and I got them 
reservations at the Kona Cafe. So does the monorail not stop there at all? No, it does not. I was actually there. just getting ready to ask that. They'll have, I have to reservations do, at Kona. They can get oh. off at Ticket and Transportation or at Grand Floridian and, and, walk. and walk, which is about a mile to a mile and a half, depending on which one you're coming from. Take an Uber, uh, take a bus from Disney Springs. Here's what I was thinking, since we're at the Contemporary, I was thinking walk to Magic Kingdom, get on the bus to Polynesian. Yeah. And doing it that way. Well, or you could take the monorail to um, Pekin Transportation, and that is really close to the Polynesian. It is, but it it's not always a straight path, especially with the things they have blocked off for construction. Oh, okay. <laughs> they had a lot of walls up. I'm just telling you, be careful, because yeah. we walked over from the Grand Floridian, and we thought, you know... We thought it might be a mile. I think it was a little bit more than a mile. My mom was like, oh my goodness. Are we there yet? Well, no, I mean, we wanted to, she wanted to see it and we wanted to take her, but um, we were a little full because we had had breakfast recently. Oh, are you doing Kona Cafe for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, Gina? Breakfast. Oh, get the Tonga toast. I am. That's on my list. (laughs) No, it has bananas. You don't like it? No bananas. bananas. You can get it without the bananas in it. You can? I don't know. You could ask. This is a good idea. Okay. <laughs> I want it with strawberries in it. Okay. Ooh, Ooh. that would be better. Because it does that get a little be. mushy. Or pineapple. Pineapple oh, would be good, too. Yeah, yeah, that probably would be good. So plexiglass dividers have been added to a section of the Haunted Mansion queue at the Magic Kingdom. Every attraction reopened with social distancing guidelines last July, but some of the attractions haven't um, added safety measures as it's gone on from guests to feel better. So um, the new dividers are added to the first section of the Haunted Mansion queue right before you get to the themed graveyard. The lines lately haven't been long enough to encircle the barriers, but they will be helpful when the lines do get longer because there's been a time that they've been social distancing right now that the line has stretched all the way out to Frontierland, like towards uh, Big Thunder Mountain. And that was in December and earlier in January. So I feel like that was a good call on their part so that they can go back to like the snake effect, like the other um, rides, they just put up like metal on the bottom and then they put, it comes like at the hip and then they put the plexiglass at the top so you can still view the things that are around there because uh, they are refilling. Well, I don't want to give that away that somebody else is talking point. But anyway, there'll be wonderful, there'll be wonderful things for you to look at and we don't want, they don't want you to miss out. So that's why they've installed that. So I'm anxious to see what that looks like. I mean, I saw the pictures, but it should be good. Although I'd like to just walk on all the rides while I was there. Well, I did read a blog today that said that um, the capacity of the parks have been really low since after New Year's, since the first week of January. And they're predicting that it will stay low until um, like around spring break. Well, that's what Nick came in and said. The longest ride was 10 minutes today and flight of passage was walk on. That's crazy. Really? What? That was today? No, he, it was last week when he came in my room. I think it was Wednesday. Oh, wow. wow. I'm hoping it's that way while we're there that it won't, it, that we won't have to wait very long. That would be awesome. We can try everything we want. I was getting really excited for you guys saying like, oh my gosh, it's going to, it's low, it's low, it's going to be low until, and then you said spring break. I'm like, nah, because we're going to go on spring break. Yeah. No, don't go back up. Don't make it go back up. But it doesn't spring. mean that there'll be a higher capacity because yeah, right. from what they're saying, it's still 35%. You're still going to be better. Right. right. Oh, definitely. We'll definitely be better than we've been in years past on spring break. But it oh, is you're kind of a... spring break, Stephanie? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I mean, 30, I'd rather it be walk on. <laughs> oh yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? For sure. <laughs> so the refer, as Vicki was about to say, the refurbishments to the rivers of America are complete. So they have started refilling it with water. The water, of course, is going to take a while to fill because this area is huge, but we are happy to see that it's getting back to normal. Tom Sawyer Island and the Liberty Square boat will remain closed through February as they complete the refurbishments. This is longer than the original reopening date, which is the end of January, but we have come to see a lot of extensions and refurbishments since the reopening last July. As always, we're going to let you know when these two iconic Magic Kingdom attractions do reopen. Now it's time for my favorite segment, food. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. I'm very sad about this, Gina. And this is one of my favorite topics. We all know I love Dole Whips. So the watermelon Dole Whip has arrived. Marketplace Snacks in Disney Springs is now serving the mini Dole Whip watermelon cup for $5.29. It is only there until next Sunday, which means Vicky and I won't get to try it, January 31st. It has watermelon dual whip with strawberry white crunch pearls and pineapple mousse topped with chocolate mini ears and a white chocolate mini polka dot signature bow. So cute. Okay, so they did this to us last week too, where they released a food item but only for a week. Why are they doing that? I don't know. Maybe just to try it out, like maybe later in on the season, because watermelon, honestly, is like a summer thing. So right. maybe they're just hmm. testing it out and then going to release it in the summer. You they know need what to I mean? Taste it. Longer. They need to test it through February. It's all I'm saying. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Test it for longer. And maybe some like watermelon sour pucker in it, you know? <laughs> At Vivoli Gelato in Disney Springs, across the hangar bar, they are serving a customizable new drink, the Hot Chocolate Affogato. It is made with two scoops of your choice of gelato, hot chocolate and whipped cream for $10.50. Guests that have tried this drink suggest you get a black get black cherry with chocolate for a yummy chocolate-covered cherry taste. Mm, that sounds so good. That did sound really good. I don't know that I would have put black cherry with it because my mind wouldn't have went straight to because that's maraschino cherries that's in chocolate covered cherries right hmm. still be good either way i think so over at epcot in the kringola bakery guests spotted the almond ring cookie and that's it's exactly in a ring it reminds me of those fudge striped cookies from keebler i have some of those <laughs> in my kitchen right now it's simple and sweet and covered in almonds um, but it reminded guests the taste of marzipan, which is a pastry made of almond meal, honey, or sugar. And if you're an almond fan, they said you're going to love this cookie. And you can ask the cast member to warm it for you, and it makes it even better. Oh. Um, hmm. It's a good little tip right there. Ask for it warm. Epcot has a new gelato kiosk coming to the Italy Pavilion. This week, guests were able to spot the roof of this new kiosk. It is reopening the gelato, or it's sorry, it is replacing the gelato cart that used to be there. It's going to feature up to 12 different flavors of gelato and sorbet. Let's talk some Disney merch. So there are some new Disney merch coming this week. A Tierra Mickey ear hat was spotted. Margie, I hope you were listening to this. 
Celebrity 5 and 10 at Hollywood Studios has it. It has pink sequenced ears with a pink tiara and a pink veil. The hat is pink with Disney princess embroidered on the front using pink shiny thread. This hat will brighten any princess's life. It sounds like it should be like breast cancer awareness too. Right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I saw these Run Disney ears. They were spotted this week, and Margie and I will have to get some of these. They're royal blue silk with Disney icons in red all over them, as well as Run Disney. Has a red sequin bow with a silver glittery castle on the front of the bow. On the side of the headband, the words, every mile is magic. They, of course, are $29.99. You can check out Shop Disney for plenty of other Run Disney merchandise, like t-shirts spirit jerseys leggings and more i actually was on shop disney today and was looking for these ears and they were not there so i wonder where they They were there earlier this week because i saw them oh maybe they were sold out i think it was friday that i saw it maybe okay i'll have to double check um but i was looking i don't know if you guys have seen the stitch crashes crashes disney stuff yes oh my god i haven't seen it yet so this month it is Stitch Crash's Beauty and the Beast, and he's like has a rose in, a rose in his mouth. So, it's so cute. Yeah, I'm tempted to get like all the pins and collect them every month. Um, but I mean, that would be next, fun. Yeah, next month is Lady and the Tramp. I've been on Shop Disney a lot the past couple of weeks because I'm looking for masks, but oh. I want them to be like on sale. <laughs> Go on Facebook Marketplace. People sell those for cheaper, and they're not used. Really? Yeah, and they have gotten like directly from Shop Disney. Yeah, I, that's what I did, and I got a bunch. Okay. I will do that. Good Thanks tip. for the tip. So Disney's newest craze, which I didn't know anything about until this week, Neomo plushes—I think I'm saying that right—have arrived. Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Stitch, and more. They're $17.99 each, and then it's like Build a Bear—you can buy accessories for them. So like an outfit is like $12.99. And if you want Minnie Mouse to have a little lounge fly, fly bag, it's nineteen ninety nine. I know, right? <laughs> it's exactly like it. Sounds like. Or you can um, buy it a spirit jersey for nineteen ninety nine, and then every month Disney's going to be releasing more accessories to add to your Disney n- Nuomo. I'm pretty sure that's how they said it. So where do you get? Is there a shop somewhere? Um, I believe that these were spotted at the Emporium. Okay. So they have a little Build-A-Bear-esque workshop there? That yeah, you can I mean, they don't build them. Yourself. They'll already be together, but it's the kind of thing like where you go and buy accessories, kind of like uh, a Barbie okay. doll or something. They should just go ahead and let you fill your own. I mean, that's all they need is a little stuffing thing where you can just fill it all up and then you've right. made it part of the magic. Yep. So unfortunately we heard this week that there are stores closing in Disney Springs. The beauty boutique Peel has closed, but their products can be found at Sephora. And the Kipling store that carries the designer handbags and luggage closed permanently on Saturday. And I don't think I've ever been in that store. Have you guys? Mm-mm. I have not. I've been in Sephora, but I've never been in Peel. And I don't think even Kaylee went in there. Yeah, I've been in Sephora, but that's about it. Starbucks has inspired some new Disney World tumblers. It is clear and covered in all kinds of color for Disney icons and characters. There is also a Disneyland version that was spotted in downtown Disney. 
Both tumblers are just $24.99. Starbucks also has a Valentine's color changing tumbler available for just $3 at the Starbucks in Disney Spring. The lips are what change colors on this cup. Now, I did see the Disney World tumblers. They were really cute. I know. Kaylee has one from a couple of years ago, but it just makes you want to go buy another one. I have enough. I don't need any more. My issue always becomes going and buying those things and then having to walk around with it. Because, of course, I would want my coffee in the morning, but I don't want to carry around the tumbler all day long. Right. Right. That's why I have, like, my my purse is one of those, like, backpack purses. So Mm -hmm. I just stick it in there. (laughs) Right. Mine's full of goldfish snack crackers and wipes and everything else. So (laughs) there's no room. (laughs) Okay, so we are heading over to Disneyland, which at California Adventure, Buena Vista Street is open and some adorable up balloons were spotted. The bottom half of the balloon is Carl's house with him standing in the doorway and the top half looks like a bundle of balloons. For more fun, they light up and can be purchased for a mere $15. We're hoping they show up in Disney World and we'll let you know if they do. They you know that movie adorable. was on on Freeform this past weekend? Oh, was it? Yeah, Chris and I watched it in the hotel room while the kids were down at the pool. Oh, <laughs> I nice. just, um, I used some of my Christmas money to buy up pajamas. <gasps> and they're so cute. I actually got me stitched pajamas for Christmas. Aw. Oh, Betsy must have got them too. She's going to get something. She even got me <laughs> she uh, did. slippers, but Abby stole the slippers. Did you get this, Vicky? Yeah. Aww, oh, that's that's too cute. big. I was going to sell it to you. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> How fun. I'm glad you got some up pajamas. <laughs> I also got, I had ordered the um, like Safari Minnie Mouse pajamas for me and Kaylee to have for Christmas. And they sent me her size twice. And then they didn't have my size when I went back on there. So I guess I'm, I'm probably just going to give that other one to my niece. Oh, uh, did they Kaylee, refund you or anything or no? I didn't send it back because when I went online, I was just going to order it and then send back the ones that were the wrong size. And um, they only had extra small, which we know I am not. So you could still probably call and let them know they sent the wrong size, and I'm sure they would refund you. Yeah, yeah I would I'm sure they would, that. but I just figured I'll give it to my niece. It's no big deal. She'll like it. She's been helping take care of my mom. She goes and spends the weekends with her. Aww. Well, thanks to Gina and Betsy for joining us this week and helping us bring the magical news. And we just wanted to take a minute to thank some of our dedicated listeners that reach out to us quite a bit. And so Lee and Crystal from California, Ashley and Ben, and I can't remember what state they live in. Tennessee. (laughs) In Tennessee, thank you. Travis is in Alabama, I'm pretty sure. Vicki S. is here in St. Peter's. Kathy's here in St. Peter's. And Francisco, I also believe, is in Arizona as well. So we just want to tell you we appreciate that you hang out with us each week. And we hope we bring just a little bit of magic into your lives while we're being silly. If you're interested in becoming a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Instagram page, Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E, Black, underscore, Your Story Travel. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Vicki and Brad talk about upcoming Disney theatrical TV and streaming releases. 
If you are interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bippity boppity boo. You're real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. 